0: nabra talk is brought to you by nabra productions follow us on twitter instagram soundcloud youtube spotify and itunes at nabra talk for all of our latest news updates and episodes hey what's going on everyone you are now tuned in to nabra talk the most culture shifting podcast of this generation i'm your host gene the genius and today we have an awesome guest with us on the show this young lady is filled with talent. She's the CEO of Fresh Finds, a writer for Varsity BPM and Heritage Hip Hop, and also an intern at Culture Hub. Please welcome Natalie Gilbert.
1: Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You very much.
0: Thanks for coming on our talk today. How you doing?
1: I'm good. Yourself?
0: I'm doing pretty good. So um, we're gonna get into our key acknowledgements. This is the uh, this is the segment I do to start off the show. Okay. So. I'm really into social media. Are you into social media? Yes, I am. Yeah, you have to, yeah, be since to what? Be. <laughs> so, um, I was on Twitter yesterday and um, I came across this tweet and this is what it said. Uh, it's kind of fun- it, To me, it's kind of funny. I want to know. I want not see how, how okay. you take this. So, she said, This girl tweeted, she said, This girl came to my job and got two monsters for $5.30. I asked her if she wanted another one because they were three for six. She said, Nah, maybe next time. It gave me six dollars in singles and told me to keep the change. <laughs> <laughs> like to me, that's like like I'm reading it. I don't know. Maybe it was like the time of mm-hmm. when I read it. I was like, all right, that's kind of like it's like it's like make, people make your job harder. Like, come on, bro.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: So, um, the next one is a little more like, uh, pretty cool. So, how old are you?
1: I'm 23.
0: Okay, you're 23. So you you were around during uh the older older days.
1: Mm-hmm. Um.
0: The, you remember Blockbuster?
1: I remember Blockbuster. Lord, I miss Blockbuster so much.
0: So, there's one Blockbuster remaining in the U.S. Really? It's in Bend, Oregon. Huh. Oregon, Oregon. I don't know how people say it, but I say Oregon. But yeah, it's, it's, it's one left. They said that the manager who works, as you said, there's actually a few left in the world, but they're like, it's a small amount. Oh, okay. So, um, speaking of Blockbuster, I don't, now. For those of you who don't know what Blockbuster is, um, it it is Netflix before Netflix. <laughs> uh, but what's better, what, what was good about Blockbuster was um, you can rent movies and games, and I think they had like TV show series, like the seasons. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah they had all that. So Netflix took over, obviously, and it, it the rest is history. But Blockbuster was really popping at one point. If you had money, if you if you if you was renting like movies from <laughs> Blockbuster. Um, so my question to you is what what are like some of your favorite like childhood movies um and shows and stuff like that.
1: So one of my favorite um you know childhood movies has to be Holes with Shia LaBeouf. That's oh, a classic. I love that movie. Yo. Um I also like a lot of Disney movies like Aladdin, um you know Pocahontas. Yeah. Um I like the Little Rascals. Of course, I have to. I grew up off the Little Rascals. Does that's definitely another movie I have to give credit to. Mm -hmm. And you know, just a lot of Nickelodeon movies as well, like the Rugrats when they came out with that their movie. I was the
0: Paris one. Yeah, the Paris one. I
1: was I was excited for that.
0: Taking going down memory lane. When you mentioned Holes, that was that was a heavy hitter. Definitely. I read the book in fifth grade. And when I seen the movie, I was like, "This movie's pretty good." And yes. actually I was going through like the HBO movie list mm-hmm. listings, and it has Holes on there, so I gotta take, it, I gotta really? rewatch that. Yeah, Holes hmm. is pretty good. Um, who was your favorite character in that movie?
1: Zero. I was going definitely zero. Yeah, zero.
0: <laughs> zero was different, bro. Definitely. Everyone knew it, like something. It's something about you, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, what about like your favorite like Nickelodeon shows?
1: Oh, that's a good one. Um, far as Nickelodeon, I like the Rugrats, of course uh also liked uh dang i can't remember the name but it had thornberry in it I wild thornberry yeah there you go the yeah. wild thornberries uh, i liked spongebob of course a classic. classic uh what else did i like to watch nickelodeon days there's just so many drake shows. and josh drake and josh definitely yeah. drake and josh
0: Remember Ned's D Classified? Oh yes, Ned's yeah,
1: Declassified uh, definitely. That that was, I watched that a lot too yeah. growing up.
0: They had that. I don't, people don't remember this one, but um, the Garcia brothers, the brothers Garcias.
1: Oh no, I don't that, remember. Was, all them.
0: right, so that was a show with like like it was a Hispanic family, and mm. I think they they aired it on Sundays, like Sunday afternoons, and then um, I, I guess it didn't last that long, but I remember watching. It was like the the brothers Garcias and everything like that. Yeah. Um. Zoe 101 was another Zoe one. Everybody, definitely. <laughs> everyone, everybody <laughs> wanted to go to like boarding school. I definitely
1: wanted to go to that
2: boarding school. But it
0: was like you could go to boarding school but it's not going to be like Pacific <laughs> like Coast that. Academy, yo. <laughs> I was like, yo, they they really was living a life out there, man um
1: oh and i have to say cat and dog cat dog yeah, cat definitely dog. too that, dog that was, was really one good. of my favorites growing up as yeah well.
0: um what else that drinking josh Cal- yo nickelodeon was lit yes i don't know what
1: happened now but it just the value of Time, it just appreciated yeah, the times have changed
0: so nickelodeon was up there and like cartoon network was cartoon good, network. good cartoon at, network at, is
1: still kind of good yeah I mean, they Have the amazing world of gumball that's actually one of my favorite for films, real.
0: So, I-, I seen a clip yeah. this morning, it was a Ed, Ed and Eddie clip. And this, the person tweeted, They said, Yo, y'all yeah, remember the episode where uh, <laughs> the Ed's, Ed's parents took the stairs out of the basement, and then they said, <laughs> What happened to the stairs? They said, my, my, my parents took it out because I'm grounded. <laughs> I was like, Double D was like, That's problematic. They said, That's <laughs> not good. Like, it's like, something's wrong with that. Yeah. Um, so. My next key acknowledgement. Uh, this one I just wanted to mention because it, it's pretty cool. Um, Robert W. Coleman School in Baltimore replaces detention for students with meditation, and it's been like showing positive results. Now, where did you go to school? In?
1: Um. So for a while, what are you talking about? Far as elementary, yeah, or elementary, high school? middle school. Um, far as elementary school, I was in private school, but then when I moved, I transition to a public school so
0: how was how was like the discipline like the disciplinary actions and everything like that they had detention and stuff yes of
1: course so um in public school was a little bit more like hands-on but Mm. then when you go to public school it is kind of strict but not as much as it is in public school
0: yeah so the robber So, the Robert Coleman detention thing, Mm -hmm. they said that ever since they started the whole meditation practice for the kids, um, they've seen positive results, and they started it in 2016, right? Mm -hmm. And um, they use it to calm the students down, obviously, because clearly, like, if a kid is in detention, they've done something wrong. So, instead of, like, putting them in a room where they got to, again, sit down and be quiet, uh, where... So you're putting them in the same situation That they were in to get them in trouble Instead of trying to help them So clearly the school's alright It's clearly not working So what they did was uh, let's meditate And they said that it's helped the kids anxiety Their stress levels Some kids even go home now And they don't argue with their parents anymore They take deep breaths anymore You know what Hmm. I'm about to to, to go to my room Since you won't argue and everything like that My school (laughs) taught me I don't gotta (laughs) argue with you these are kids, So, like, um, they said the suspension rates have gone down, which is pretty good. Uh, I just feel like my question to you is, like, do you, do you think medica- meditation can be a, an effective practice throughout all the schools? I do. I so? do
1: feel like it would have a positive impact, especially on the youth, because, you know, they're so used to growing up so angry. So mm-hmm. just having that meditation would just just lay it all out and have them be calm and actually let them think about what they're doing before they actually do it. Because yeah. most times, you know, kids just work off emotions. So mm-hmm. this way they have a way to, you know, work off their emotion in a different way.
0: Yeah. Now, what do, you, what do you think this says about the school that implemented this whole practice?
1: I feel like they really care for their students enough to do it. They're not just pushing it to the side, saying, mm. hey, you got in trouble, go to detention. You're yeah. saying, Hey, you know, we see that you're going to detention for a certain reason, so why don't we try to help you and figure out exactly why it is that you're going to detention.
0: Yeah. Yeah, my thing is um, this just shows me that um, there are schools that do care about their students mm-hmm. um, because to try something like that, you're going to go through some trial and error first. Exactly. Um, but it's showing that, you know what, how long has detention been around the education system? For Centuries, years, right? Yeah. So it was like, oh, ah, yeah, y'all put kids in detention, they come right back, they get in, they they get in trouble again, mm-hmm. and then they get you put them in detention. It's not exactly. working. So it's like they're showing you. I think they what this what it says is like, okay, we clearly know there's like a mental health issue going mm-hmm. on around. Kids have anxiety, kids have stress, and if you're an adult, you cannot tell a kid that they're not stressed out just because they don't pay bills or they don't go to work exactly they have stress because of grades and at home and stuff like that so if you put that into consideration and you say okay how can we at least decrease the stress level of a child in order for them to perform a little better in school i'm not saying they're gonna all get a's but yeah you can turn a f into a c which Definitely. is improvement right um, I just think that's what they were thinking about, and they said the 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 the, the uh the whole um the pro- progress shows in the students and everything like that, yeah. and they even took it home with them. It's like you as a parent, you'd want your kid coming home learning something, right? So like, what'd you learn in school today? I learned how to meditate. At first, you're like, I ain't bringing to school to meditate. <laughs> But then you see like their attitude changes Mm -hmm. and they're actually talking to you a little differently and stuff like, I think I like this whole meditation thing, you know. Um, When we return from this quick break, I'm going to give you guys my genius of the week. Find out which rapper is restoring value in old abandoned homes with his own company.
2: I got your clear hands on my life Every side
0: What's up, Nambra family? Welcome back to Nambra Talk. Today, we have with us Natalie Gilbert.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So before we went on our break, I told you guys I'd give you my genius of the week. But before we go into that, Natalie, what does a genius mean to you?
1: Um, A genius is someone that is always thinking outside of the box. They don't conform to normal beliefs or ideas. And they're just always on their toes trying to figure out things for themselves. Nice. That's basically what a genius is to me. I like
0: that answer. it's good. It's funny because everyone who's giving me that their answer of genius is not the same answer, but they all connect mm-hmm. one way or another. Definitely. Um, so my genius of the week uh, goes to Slim Thug. Do you remember Slim Thug? Yes, I remember yeah. Slim Thug. So we're not, we're not the baby babies. We're, we've <laughs> grown up on some real rap. So. Uh-huh. You got you to know real rap to know Slim Thug. So Slim Thug, uh, he founded the Construction Boss Life Company. So what he does with this construction company is mm-hmm. goes out to different cities and he buys old abandoned property and he flips them and he puts value into the homes. And, you know, when you drive out to certain places, whatever neighborhood you're in, you see those old houses and no one's living in them. So what he does is he buys them. He uses his own construction company. Um, which means he's getting a percentage of that payment, too. Okay. Um, and he flips it, he sells the home, and he gets a percentage of that, too. That's cool. That, you know, that's and my, my question to you is, why do you think rappers are following this movement in regards to, like, property investment? Because this was not a thing back in the day. That's true. Artists, like, you didn't hear about um, rappers buying homes and investing. Like, why do you think it's, it, you're seeing more of it today?
1: Um, I think I'm seeing more of it today more so that the the homeless rate is going up as well uh, so I feel like that plays a part as well as we're having more artists that do want to show more love to their communities as well I mean back in the day yes that was a thing but it wasn't really something that was big but mm-hmm. with the new artists coming in they understand they're come from they're coming from a community where you know not a lot of Opportunities are given for people to live in these homes or to even, you know, buy a home at that. So I think that just has a lot to do with it as well.
0: Yeah, that's true because when we were growing up, you didn't hear about any of that. It was like...
1: Definitely. It,
0: it, it would probably be foreign to them. Like, oh, you mm-hmm. got to buy property. Why do I have to buy property? Because that's that's literally what you... That's like the first thing you want when you have money and remember MTV Cribs?
1: Yes, I remember.
0: None of those homes were theirs. Mm-hmm. That is like that that kind of hurt me. It's like <laughs> I thought you were rich. I thought exactly. this was your house. But yeah, you learn like that's not their house. Um they pay to do the episode and they walk around and some of them maybe like the the uh the celebrity athletes, mm-hmm. that's probably their crib. Yeah. Like I I believe that cuz they make real money, mm-hmm. but as far as like those rappers and stuff like that, you learn, like I'm pretty sure you know, like in, in the in the rap industry or music industry. Period, it is hard to become like a multimillionaire because Definitely. when you make the money, it goes out to so many different people. Like if you make a million dollars, you're probably gonna see maybe like a hundred grand. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it all depends. But yeah, like that whole like property investment for rappers today, I think is, is I think it's a movement now because Jay Z kind of started it. That's true. Um, I think he's he's a good he's a great influence in that. And also like other rappers who hasn't been in the scenes, like Chameleonaire. Um, he used to he, he made that song Hip Hop Police. Mm. Um and there was a post where they said, um, it was like a couple years ago, and they said, What's Chamillionaire doing at an NBA game floor seats? We didn't see him in mad long. People were like, so <laughs> so it was like does that they, they said he bought he, he took the money he made For a few years As a rapper He bought property In California So he did a few Home investments And then from there He started uh, Going into tech And it's like You don't see, The thing is You don't hear about Those rappers Very often Because their Agenda is not For you to do that Their agenda Is for you to uh, Be that That same Rapper That they've always Been portraying On their platform so it's it's like why you want to get into property investment for it because like you said it helps my community. If I if I own a house, then I could put somebody in there that exactly. I know, as opposed to you having to go to someone else who don't really know you. And they could kick you out whenever you know, and and, exactly. and and stuff like that. So now my thing, my question is, how does this affect other artists in the music industry? Do you think it it it, it it'll leave like a like a point pl- like plant a seed in their minds, like maybe maybe when I get my first million or something like that, I'll I'll buy some property?
1: I feel like due to today's generation they aren't thinking that way. Um, you see nowadays let's say Blueface for instance just flashing <laughs> off his jewelry and his yeah. cars. So their mindset's gonna be on, oh, if I wanna be the best rapper, I have to invest in getting, you know, jewelry that's really unnecessary or cars yeah. or shoes. So uh, there's just gonna be have to be that one artist that just does it. it just yeah. makes the the huge impact.
0: I mean, I think I think Nipsey made an impact on that too because he was definitely really into that. Um, mm-hmm. Before his passing, I think he one of his next moves were to buy some real estate property so mm-hmm. he can like start putting people in the home. I think he has some already, but I think he wanted to do some yeah. more. Um, my whole thing is the. Um, there are avenues now for you to learn. So, it's up mm-hmm. to the person. It's up to the artist. Like, if you're a rapper, like you said, like, Blueface, I'm not gonna say, because these, these kids are young, right? What yeah, are they? Like, 18? Yeah, 19. I mean, like 19. Yeah. So, you tell an 18, 19-year-old who's a rapper making making money off of streams, you gotta buy a property. It's gonna be hard for them to get that. It they might have boy. to lose some money first. Like, they gonna have sure. to lose maybe everything and then be like, uh i know how to get this but when i get it next time i'm gonna actually invest in it and stuff and jay-z talks about that he tells like he said he's but the thing is people say oh he's talking about this in four for four he's actually been talking about this his entire career it's just Mm -hmm. when we're young we don't pay attention to that yeah so that's that's the whole thing now um so yeah uh slim Thug, you, you wanted to say anything else
1: Oh no, that's you good. Yeah, I'm good. All right, so
0: yeah, so Slim Thug, that's my genius of the week. Um, make sure you guys check him out. And if you guys ever want to get into like property investments, it's not hard. There's different ways. There's different avenues. You don't need to be filthy rich to start. Um, you could have as low as like eight grand, ten grand to start with property investment, and um, you go from there. I would say this though, what you want to become, is also followed by. What you follow on like instagram and twitter so like if you want to get into property investment and real estate and you know stocks and stuff like that follow those pages people be giving free game for yes. like it's crazy how yeah, much information I mean. like i learned that with a simple credit score average credit score and you buy a house three percent down you put three percent down on the house mm-hmm. right you could buy that house with a 650 credit score, or lower, hmm. right? So they say you put down $8,000, $10,000, right? About $10,000 on a crib. You don't have, well, and then you live there for a year. So after you live there for a year, you can rent it out to somebody. Oh. That's that's one income right there. So you make that income, what you do next? Buy another house. Exactly. And then you put a couple tenants in there, another form of income, so now you got two houses And you got probably four, three or four tenants. Yeah. Now you making money while Mm -hmm. you doing other things, and that's that's and that's just that's just the basics, right? Of course, there's other things you gotta consider, like the um the zoning and you know the, the the regulations of the house and everything. But you can learn that while you're doing it, and you find the right people. Like I said, you follow the right pages. You gonna learn these things. Exactly. I learned this because I follow uh, DJ Envy because he does home flipping. Yeah, he does. He flips houses. He uh, he um. There's a page called Flipping New Jersey. So they do seminars. Oh. And they did a seminar in Detroit, but they found a building in Detroit. You know, like Detroit is like kind of like urban and stuff like that. So they found a building for five hundred thousand dollars right of course they ha- i'm sure they have that kind of money they could put together now if the building found a thousand you put 10% so maybe they need 50 grand mm-hmm. so you put 50 grand down and they said in about a few years they could make about 3 million 6 million dollars
1: wow that's a lot
0: that's that's just you get the building you fix it up now that building an apartment building is going to take a little longer to to rehab right but yeah. it's worth it cuz you'll probably spend maybe I don't know. Let's say a fifty grand. So that's a hundred grand you invested in the building. Fifty grand because it's a whole apartment complex. So in a few years, you you get that fifty grand, that hundred grand back, but you're making three million off of that. Can't go that's property that. investment. That th- you don't need a college degree. You don't need anything. You just need probably some, a couple licenses, and that's it. Yeah. So that's what that's what Slim Thug's doing, yo. So shout out to him. Um we're going to get into you though, Natalie. Okay. We're going to going to talk about what you do. Okay. And uh how you got into this whole underground music industry. So first, who is Natalie Gilbert?
1: Uh Natalie Gilbert is the founder of the Fresh Finds. Um, she's a big sister to to four girls. Um, the oldest at that, which is insane still to me. <laughs> um, she's the a freelance writer for a couple of different sites. Uh she also does sales on the side at Choice Home Warranty, which is funny because you mentioned, you know, home. So yeah. uh she's she's also just someone who's willing to just go get her dreams nice. basically.
0: Um, so you are the CEO of Fresh Finds, right? Yes. What What is Fresh Finds, and what is the goal of the platform?
1: So Fresh Finds is basically, um, you know, a blog platform that gives underground artists exposure. Um, it's also um, a social media platform for them as well to get exposure as well. Okay. Um, my goal with that, I'm still running around with a couple ideas, but maybe just make the blog page bigger than the page itself just to give underground artists still that opportunity to be heard
0: yeah yeah um so as a ceo what are your three rules for your career
1: stay consistent communication is the key and just lend a hand whenever i can
0: facts I lending a hand is always important because people always want something. Definitely. But it's like, what what are you giving in return or what are you giving before someone can give exactly. you something? Exactly, and you know? I've so. seen
1: so many sites just want money but not even do research on the actual artist. That's crazy. So, you know, I make it my job to do research on the artist and, you know, just let them know that they are actually being heard rather than just putting their money somewhere mm. and not even getting, you know, the credit or the knowledgeability of what they need right. as well.
0: So, what got you into like blogging and everything? And what are what are your like what are some of your favorite things to write about?
1: So, um, it all started when I went to the Meadows. It's a big concert in New York. It's like a three day festival, and uh, I went there the second day. I saw my favorite band, the Flatbush Zombies, and I said to myself, you know, not a lot of underground artists have a platform like this mm-hmm. where they can you know, like I said, be heard or, you know, just get the attention that they need to get to the next level. So I just wanted to be that person to do that. Um, I've always loved writing it since I was a kid. Like I would always just write little short novels. My grandma and my other family would always say, oh, you're such a good writer. But I was just like, well, whatever, (laughs) whatever. So I just decided, you know, I do want to implement my writing and just – Music as a whole, because I always did love the underground scene growing up as well. I just feel like since I knew so much underground music that I was different than everyone, you know, I wasn't saying, oh, I like this Drake song. I was saying, oh, I like this person. And they'd be like, who is that? And they do research and they'd be like, oh, that's actually a really good artist. Thanks for putting this on. So I just wanted to implement the two ideas together. And now here we are.
0: That's good. So now. Now, you have eyes and ears in the underground, Mm -hmm. you know, scenery. Um, So what do you love the most about underground music?
1: I like the uniqueness of it. I love how everybody isn't conforming to being something that they're not. I love how free they are to express themselves and you know just the hunger as well is very inspirational as well yeah. i've seen a lot of artists um i'll mention ethan ross i see him like just going out to to colleges just rap, doing freestyles in front of random people and that's something that's really admirable cuz you know <laughs> not a lot of people would do that yeah, at all yeah
0: exactly for real and that that just shows like i was going to i was going to ask you like how can you tell when someone does it for like you know for the um for satisfaction of others or when they actually do it for themselves and that would be an example where it's exactly. like Yo, i just really do this because i like doing it exactly um what have you learned thus far being in the underground industry of music
1: um i've learned that it's just a trial and error like you'll have some people that support you You'll have some people that don't, but if you stay true to yourself, then that's all that really matters.
0: Yeah. Um. Do you do you ever feel like people try to undermine you because you're young and also because you're female? Do you do you In do some you go situations, through
1: situations? I've had like a couple of um, you know, situations where you know because I'm a female. They feel the need to act a certain way towards me, mm. but far as undermining, I haven't dealt with that as of yet. Like I'm still learning about the music industry as okay. well. So, um, <clears throat> how
0: many how many people um, now? Many people in Jersey say like New Jersey does not support Jersey <laughs> enough, right? I've hear I've heard this mm-hmm. so many times. Do you feel that way? Do you see that?
1: Somewhat to an extent, I feel like there's too many clicks yeah. in New Jersey. But when you do find the people that are willing to support you, that's what matters.
0: Yeah, that's true. Cuz and my thing with that is um I get it because we're such a small state, we're such mm-hmm. a small area. It's like there's no reason why we shouldn't uh all be together. Exactly. But my thing is everyone does things, you know. We're mm-hmm. all creatives in a certain way. Um, I understand that we don't get support for certain things um, and you can't blame people for that. At the yeah. end of the day, people are going to support what they feel like supporting. Exactly. You know, you can't blame your friends. You can't be mad at your friends if they don't want to support your craft. If they say things like, hey, I'm your friend, that does not mean I have to buy your music or buy your clothes. Mm-hmm. I'm your friend. I'll Like, that's it. I can tell. Now, here's the key. You can... You don't have to support my stuff. Like you don't have to buy it or hear it, but you can pass it on. Exactly. That's even like he's like, look, <laughs> I, don't, I don't listen to it, but I'll pass it on to somebody else if they do. I think that's that's another cool thing um, that we can try to work on as people. Because I I try to do that as much as I can. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I may not listen to something or I may not you know watch something or buy anything, but if, you know you never know somebody else might like it. And that's, that's all that matters. What are Who are your three favorite underground artists at the moment?
1: Right now. Um, so, Dre Scuffs. Uh, that's a good one because I've been Scuffs. listening to a lot of people lately. Um, currently, I've been listening to a lot more Babyface. I'm not sure if you know who Babyface is. He's really good.
0: Babyface, baby
1: yeah he's uh i think he's from west orange i'm not sure sorry oh wait, wait. i know Babyface. he <laughs> makes music
0: with like uh chris uh chris right yeah it's yeah. chris patrick yeah, definitely i, on the I list. had him yeah i had chris patrick yeah was, chris
1: Patrick's yeah. definitely on the list too that's the third one right now Uh um, just you like released freestyle i loved it like as he sent it to me because uh i've reposted it i heard it a day early and i was just like wow yeah he really did go to work <laughs> I, said he the, I said
0: he was one of the best rappers in he jersey is. and that he had is. a few people offended like i'm I'm like, look, bro.
1: He's really good. He's, yo,
0: he he freestyled on our radio show a few mm-hmm. months ago, like last year. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, yo, what? <laughs> I I think I still have it too. But um, you see how it starts a whole wave when you met, when you make statements like yes. that. Yo, this is the this is the best uh, freestyle or the best rapper in Jersey. Exactly. Everyone like, wait, what? That's not true. Okay, well, I haven't seen anything else but him who's actually putting (laughs) real work in his craft. Like, you can't be mad. If you you feel that type of way, either come up here or put out a track that says otherwise. Don't argue with me. I'm just a (laughs) critic that's it yes exactly. <laughs> i'm just a critic you can't argue with me Um
1: and i'm definitely excited for his new music coming out too like
0: a whole project yes nice yes. i I seen a tweet about that too yeah, he so. actually
1: uh recently before he released something with it's wonderful and Babyface. it's called the wtf tape i, I think yeah I think, I, yeah, yeah, yeah I think
0: yeah yeah i've seen that yeah, yeah. It's so dope like following like young artists, Exactly. Bruh. It's so dope. And I know they'd be out there like going to these shows mm-hmm. and all that. Can't wait till I get back on the road to, to yes, like I just go see these things. <laughs> um what else? Like, uh so what's like your favorite thing about the whole like underground scene? Is it like the, the el the elevation of the artist? Like seeing them rise as a underground artist to uh to how they get to like, you know, their own platform of fame and everything like definitely.
1: that definitely i feel like the growth is definitely the most enjoyable thing to see to just see them you know just consistently working towards something and then finally making it word how about you Me? what is it about it the underground scene that that appeals to you
0: <sighs> um i like i just like their grind in their heart that's where you really know art, art, an artist It's like okay. they're willing to go through this phase in the stage of putting out so much work. Like you know when you when mm-hmm. when like a uh, a rapper comes out like the how do you say the uh they're com- when you say the commercial now, right? Mm-hmm. They're mainstream. They're mainstream and then because they're mainstream they don't put out as many projects. Definitely. So but you have to go to the before mainstream and you see, that mm-hmm. you put out all this work. And like, <laughs> yes, they put out all of that work. Yes. So when they do get to mainstream, they 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 all they only got to put out like an album a year or mm-hmm. an album every other year. Before that, they're putting out a project every month or every three months or whatever the case might be. I just like that because you can tell when someone's hungry for something. You can Definitely. tell who's re, who really wants it and who really like just is just trying to, I don't know, just doing it for clout. Yes. You know, like, and we're going to talk about the whole clout thing because I, I just feel like uh, that's something that needs to be addressed, especially when you're, you as a, as a, um, as like a blogger and a PR, don't you, or do you ever try to distinguish that? Like someone who's just doing this for clout and someone who's actually doing it or do you, you don't care about that? Um,
1: For the most part, I haven't really looked into the clout aspect of it because i haven't dealt with artists that are just doing it for clout but i'm pretty sure that when a day does come that i will know yeah
0: you'll be able to tell yeah so we might as well get into the whole like clout discussion right so my uh one of my um followers have you heard of jan sneed no you never heard of her she's from jersey she uh she has like a her own little um base of like artists who gets okay. it like, but she does more than music uh just she does more than just music now
2: okay
0: um so she tweeted she said i can't uh she said um where did where is it all right so she said while she was waiting for the train she noticed a group of teenagers twerking on camera for social media and she went on to say i just want to thank god we weren't weirdos for clout in middle <laughs> school and high school so first of all what what's your idea of clout
1: Cloud is just um you know just gaining attention to get to the next level that's what i think cloud is
0: I i think cloud is um cuz what a uh, what you see now like like when we talk about let's say some like a pub, public figure on instagram mm-hmm. has like 500,000 followers cuz they've done consistent videos of i don't know stupidity and ignorance right yeah but people like it because nowadays that's what people like. Exactly. So and then next thing you know, you see them on like a Pepsi commercial. So you're like, how the heck they get there? And then the first response you're going to get is he got clout. That's it. Yeah. So it's like my idea of clout is you just have influence. It, it doesn't have to be good or bad. It's just you have influence. Influence is you have 500,000 people that's watching. You have 500,000 eyes on you. And that's all that matters. But my thing with clout is you're not going to say Will Smith has clout. Yeah. I think that's – now he's bigger than clout. I think when it comes to clout, it's just someone who's just after one specific thing because they want attention. They mm-hmm. don't know why they want the, they want the attention. They just want the attention because I guess they they know it feels good. They know that, you know, they can – Get people to look at them. I don't know. It's just, it's just weird to me. It's, it's yeah. hard to explain. So, like my, like what, like how do you feel about? Because um, we live in that era right exactly, now. Exactly. Yes. You know. So it's like wherever you go, you like she, like you said, she was went on the train. You just see girls filming other girls for that. But I think clout came before this time. I think it was always around. Yes. Um, it's just because of social media and how big it's gotten. Is just mm-hmm. more exposed. Is you had anything? MySpace, Facebook, um, what was, what was there before Instagram? You had yeah, Facebook, I think they're just Facebook
1: and Facebook and MySpace, yeah.
0: And people were doing that already. So my thing is like based on cloud, what's your take on the whole idea of people chasing it? Like
1: I feel like um the idea of them chasing it just just comes from them wanting the attention basically that uh that's actually a good question got me stuck <laughs> <laughs> uh for as far as clout i guess it just all comes from wanting to be famous i mean look at kim kardashian that it's was clout, clout. That definitely so was clout. i feel like she's probably one of the people that started that movement as well that oh if i do this stupid thing i don't have to have a talent i don't have to sing i don't have to write if i just do one idiotic thing then that's <laughs> that's bound to get me st- to the next level
0: and they got her to the next yes, level she
1: did <laughs>
0: she used it correctly though yep. right it's like all she right did. so she, she probably had a plan she's like you know what I'm gonna get this clout thing going mm-hmm. when i get it i'm not gonna let it go some people they get clout and it's like you know it's like, all right it's like saying all right guys i got a, i got an announcement to make come around gather around gather around mm-hmm. so everyone's around you like what's the announcement you're like i don't know <laughs> i'm just glad i got you guys exactly. around it's like really so now people now it's going to be harder for people to get your you, it's gonna be harder for you to get people's attention because the first time you got their attention you wasted their time Exactly. kim kardashian although i'm not a big fan of hers and i don't really follow her like that mm-hmm. she got her clout doing something stupid but she knew i, I can't do i can't keep doing this Exactly. I have to actually turn myself into a businesswoman. And she did, right? You yeah, know she did. She did. Um, all right. Would you say Cloud is the modern-day drug?
1: Yes.
2: You think absolutely. so? Absolutely.
0: Well, it was just one of them. I think it's, yeah. it's one of the modern-day drugs.
1: <laughs> Happy 420.
0: <laughs> Word. Shout-out to you. Shout-out to all the 420s out there. Um, why, why do you say it's a drug?
1: Uh, I would say it's a drug because, you know, a lot of people are just after it. I mean, even if it means doing something really stupid that's going to follow them for the rest of their life, they're willing to do it.
0: And they lose themselves while doing exactly. it. Exactly. You know, drugs, you know, that's what it, that's what it does to you. And you lose yourself trying to get something that only lasts.
1: For so long.
0: For so long. So it's like people get high off of. You literally, because what's, what's the word? Dopamine?
1: Dopamine, Yeah, yes.
0: it's like it's dopamine in the like, the, the, the satisfaction of getting that one like, mm-hmm. getting that retweet and stuff like that. And it's like, if I could get this much, I'm going to try to get that much and that much and that much. And... Yeah, it it is a drug and my friend saw it say it all the time. He said, Clout is one hell of a drug. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna be old people like, I'm a, man me <laughs> rocking in chairs like y'all on that clout again, y'all on that cloud again. Definitely. Girls do girls have their own form of clout chasing. Mm-hmm. I don't wanna get into that because people will come at me for it. But we you know, as a woman you know what, what small yeah, women do for clout chasing. Men have their own form of clout chasing, mm-hmm. but that's why I said like clout has always been around. I think social media just exposed it now. Exactly. So it was like if you have gold, if you had a gold chain, if you if you were someone who's into jewelry, you know, I, I need I need jewelry and nice cars and stuff like that to mm-hmm. to you know, get attention from people. Back in the day, you ain't have Twitter or social media to show people you got that. Now mm-hmm. you do. It's like I bet I'm yeah. going to do this. And back in the day you didn't have Twitter, Instagram to show off your body and you know everything that you know that comes with you. So it's like social media, you got that now. Yeah. So it's like you have you have everything at your fingertips in order for you to get the attention that you need. Exactly. Now, some people would say, Well, it's not hurting nobody. Is it though? Is it not? Who who's it hurting?
1: The youth. That's watching these things in what way These things, just the influence it has you know like the youth picks up just so much I mean imagine them seeing someone twerk True. that would give them the idea like hey it's acceptable for me to do it so I'm gonna do it
0: and they're getting all the attention in that exactly. as opposed to just being a normal person
1: exactly like we don't even see kids outside anymore we don't <sighs> see them outside anymore
0: I seen kids outside like a few <laughs> weeks ago I was like wow this is great.
1: Exactly.
0: Like, it's crazy when you old, you, you're you getting older and you're like, yo, really kids outside.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. when we were young, everybody was
1: exactly. outside. Exactly. Everybody. Everybody
0: was outside. Now you go on a block, you got to like go on a hunt to see who's outside, exactly. bro. It's sad. They're on social
1: media and, you know, Lord imagines what they see nowadays.
0: The only time I see people kids outside on social media is when there's a fight. Yep. <laughs> some these like, are right. people, and you see the cash and
1: mm-hmm.
0: It's some crazy. You are like, right, somebody about to get knocked out. And I'm like, come on, guys, why can't we be outside for something regular? Like, exactly. I seen a I seen a picture, and it was a whole neighborhood. It just brought me. It gave me like a nostalgia because mm-hmm. it had a basketball hoop in the street. You had some kids on. In that house, playing around, you had another kid in the other house in front of the yard. It's just like, yo, this was really my childhood. And now you go, yeah. I haven't I haven't been on a block where there's a bunch of kids outside.
1: Yeah.
0: Where it's just fun. I have not seen that for a long time. Um, now, my thing is, since we've grown up, In the clout era, and we're still growing in it. I think, and you say there is a bad influence on it. How do you think we can? Because we're not going to stop it.
1: That's true. There's no way of
0: stopping it. But how can you change someone's mindset in order for them to say, look, you don't have to really chase clout in order for you to be successful?
1: I just feel like that all comes with people that are growing up in the generation. There's going to have to be more people out there that have more of a positive influence than a bad influence so with that i feel like the people with the good influence should try to push it out there more that you know you don't have to do these things to be famous even even just people beyond the clout could help as well like they could give out that message that you don't have to be this way you know just tell their backstories because we don't often hear a lot about the backstories of how they got there Mm. so i feel like them telling their backstory as to how hard they worked would inspire the youth and, you know, more generations to come to work hard to get to where they need to be.
0: Yeah, because, like I said, clout is another form of 15 seconds, fifteen minutes of fame. Mm-hmm. Would you say Lil Nas is on a clout ride right now?
1: I would say it. You think I so? I would say it.
0: Dang. That song slaps, though.
1: That song is good, though. That
0: song is good. But did you hear what uh, Dave East had to say?
1: No. What did Dave East say?
0: <laughs> Dave East was like... Bruh, that old Town Road song is whack. What? <laughs> He's like, I don't know what's going on with rap. It's not rap no more. I was <laughs> like, bruh, the song slaps, bruh. We not like he he acting like we making uh Lil Nas like the greatest rapper exactly. of all time. Like, bruh. If you don't like my thing is, alright, if you don't like something, why do you talk about it? Yeah. I don't like nothing I like. There's not a thing I like that I m- mention. Like you'll never hear me talking about something I dislike. Right, but if you don't like the song, why do you care? It's just like exactly
1: you, we, just keep it
0: to yourself. That's it. This dude says, Whack, this is not hip hop, this is not rap. Maybe bro. he
1: just wanted some clout in the moment. <laughs> that's you
0: know? that's another form of clout chasing, <laughs> yeah. bro. You mad that a young brother was able to create something, it got out, and now it's on the billboards, but your music talking about killing and you know, the, the great women mm-hmm. is not hitting the billboards. And my thing, I like Dave East. Yeah. He's a good rapper. He's actually pretty good. The mm-hmm. Problem is, I think what these rappers today is they don't realize it's going to be hard for you to make the billboard charts when your music is very <laughs> traumatic, bro. Exactly. No one's trying to hear that when they're on their way to work in exactly. the morning, bro. Like, come on. Like we're not saying le- we're not saying switch sides, but you can make one track that's just nice for exactly.
1: everybody. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. Nothing that's violent, degrading women, come talking on, about drugs and All your you tracks know, sex about that, and bro. stuff like come that. Come on, man. Yeah. Lil Nas I'm sure Lil
0: Nas got other real raps out there, but he was yeah. like, you know what? A country little nice little country exactly. song. Exactly. No hit. one's done it. And that's it. Then he went on. He Nelly walked, solo Naska fly. <laughs> exactly. You feel me? And that was I think that was amazing. That song is fire. And and mm-hmm. I noticed black people like, yo, this junk is whack. I'm like, come on, bro. Cause if the Migos did a country song, y'all would lose it.
2: Exactly you
0: guys would go crazy if Migos did something like that. If Drake got on a country <laughs> song, yes. y'all would go nuts. Um, any of these mainstream artists that were to do something like that, you guys would go ballistic. And you would say, this is movement. This is a movement. It's changing, right? But a young little brother had the audacity to talk to Billy Ray Cyrus. He made a song. Is what, number one? It's probably still number one. I think it's
1: number one. It passed Drake. Oh, that's that's
0: why. That's why they don't like it. Yeah, it It passed passed Drake. Drake.
1: Um, You know, it took him a while, but he went Farther than Drake in the charts. Um, far as you know, time length as to get to the top of the charts. Mm, mm, mm. I think he had more streams than Drake I read about. Yeah, one of those things, situations.
0: I just like creativity, bro People so. people hate acknowledging creativity. It's like, <clears throat> How dare you do something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on, bro It's just music. Exactly. You going you gonna tell somebody that's not all right so what is it then it's not it's not rap and then the country people it's not country <laughs> so, so what is it? is it <laughs> so what is it bruh it's just music and he wanted the kid got out of his element got out of his comfort zone and he made something that's dope now you say he this is his clout bug that's gonna last what Maybe, Maybe another month, another month, time. and then it's like then we gonna he gonna have to test his real music strength, exactly, right? Exactly. So, but yeah. Um, what else about cloud? Now you did mention like we never like figure out the person who's uh doing that whole cloud chasing. That's another important thing because sometimes it's a cry for help. Hmm. Um, someone who's cloud chasing, of course, it's an attention seeker, just like a kid who's in a classroom or or anywhere where. They might be doing something wrong, and they know the only way I'm going to get attention right now is if I do something crazy. Sometimes they need that attention because they don't have that at home. So I feel like it'll be hard to do that with a grown man, like a kid who's 18 or 19. By that time, it's a little too late. So we might be able to slow that whole clout thing down if we actually start listening to our younger kids. Exactly. So yeah, clout could be... I'm not gonna say we could stop the whole thing, but
1: could stop a majority of
0: it. Yeah, because it, it's crazy out here, bro. Like mm-hmm. clout chasing is <sighs> now jackass. They I think they started clout chasing. Mm-hmm. I was watching some of their videos, and um, but they did it for money. Like they did it for money though. Some people do stuff for free. <laughs> like you had Book Gang.
1: Oh, my God. That, that guy scared me for some reason. It was just something about maybe the, and all the tattoos he had in his face. I don't know. Something Bull about gang, him that just.
0: He was mentally ill. Because he, he mm. did things. like I used to see his videos, and they bothered me because he did things where he disrupted people's businesses. Right? Mm-hmm. So it was, like, okay, you're, you're going to throw yourself in this man's um, cart of you know food or whatever he's selling. Because you needed 100,000 likes or 100,000 views. That bothers me. That bothered me because I'm putting myself in this man's shoes. Like, yo, I prepared this since 5 in the morning. And now I got to clean it up because someone's child who is 18 years old is acting like a child exactly. in public. And that was my thing. Was like, and, and if you do want to chase clout... At least use your talent for it. (laughs) Exactly. At least use your talent. Like you could like. I think everyone is chasing clout in some way. I say I'm chasing clout. I'm not gonna lie. Mm -hmm. I I probably am. But my thing is, I'm chasing it for longevity. So it's like you can't say, "Oh, he did this just to be famous." It's more of trying to be like um, important, like someone who made an impact.
1: Exactly. There's
0: people who do clout just because they. You just, like, like we said, they just want tension, mm-hmm. right? Um, do you feel like you're chasing clout?
1: I don't feel like I'm chasing clout. I'm here to make an influence and, you know, just let people know that you can do it. Like, if you just keep at it, you can do what you believe in. Word, word. Um, do you believe that your like, anybody in your life is chasing for clout?
0: Um, yes, I know someone. Okay. I don't, I'm not gonna say he's <laughs> chasing clout. Okay. But he was a very quiet kid growing up. I went okay. to church with him. Um, Quiet, quiet as a mouse. You don't know what he's thinking. All of a sudden, one of our friends introduced him to Twitter, and all of that changed, <laughs> bro. This kid, mm-hmm. he tweets like he's, gone, he's had a few tweets that's gone viral, oh, a wow. few of them has gone viral. Um, He had a video where women, I don't know if you've seen the video, but they were all naked women and they were screaming. So he's like, I'm going to just sit this video here and y'all let me know whatever the hell this means. What? And it went viral and some women were like, well, if you didn't know, this is a symbol of women, feminism, all blah." He's like, yeah, 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 whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I wouldn't say he's chasing clout. I mean, if you're gonna chase clout like that, just trolling on twitter that's that's nothing like um, but I don't have i don't I don't know anyone personally who goes out and does stupid stuff if if they did, I'd have to talk to you about that, like exactly. yo you're gonna have to chill out or we cannot be friends Because mm. um, who you associate with is important exactly so you do you know anyone who chases clout
1: not yet, not yet, but I'm pretty sure long the road i will finally meet someone who does
0: probably fat boy was another one
1: oh yes
0: did you, meet, you ever met him i've
1: never met him but, but i know i before he started getting into his music career that yeah. was something he was chasing after and you know kudos to him because he you turned know? it around because right? he, tur- he turned it around
0: yeah it's like because when it's i see funny. those videos i'm like damn do i have to go to a restaurant and throw food I'm like do i have to do this it's like nah you don't gotta do that because it's like they did that because they felt like they needed to mm-hmm. but it's like you don't have to you don't have to yell and be obnoxious in public and mm-hmm. you don't have to disrupt people's businesses exactly. in order for you to get to where you need to be they did it it worked out for them they didn't go to jail all mm-hmm. that but um mostly all out there it is not necessary <laughs> it is not in the success tips book does not you don't have to go that, that way That's speaking right. of writers sorry uh but who are you like your favorite like journalists or writers out there
1: I uh, actually' I'm still trying to figure that out myself there mm-hmm. was a recent article I read by this guy his name is Sama I believe it was about uh, Drake's selfie that he took on a, an airplane mm-hmm. and they he's just basically explaining the controversy of the selfie um, you know because in What's that song with Travis Sickle Mode? Yeah. You know, he talks about taking his Zan. So I thought that was a really good article to read. Um, I also started reading this girl. uh, Her name is Amber Corlin, and she just uh, started writing for Hip Hop DX. So I've just been reading her stuff as well. Um, The last article I read was uh, she did. She wrote about Kalani's producer for her latest project. Nice. And how, you know, it all came about. So... I thought that was a really good story to read, basically it's about um you know how her producer met a girl and she spoke a different language, so he went the lengths to try to learn that language that she spoke so mm-hmm. that way they could communicate and I thought that was like a really good enjoyable read It's
0: pretty as well. cool it's pretty mm-hmm. cool um do you <clears throat> do you have like um do you only write about like music or so um, for
1: Heritage Hip Hop, uh, what I've done is I've written about people outside of just, you know, the artistry. So uh, the recent person I've covered was someone who started a fashion, you know, um, their own clothing line. Yeah. Sorry, like. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I just wrote about somebody who, you know, was trying to make their own clothing line. So um, with that, I'm trying to implement that. It's not just about the artists; it's people that work outside of that as well, behind the scenes.
0: That's cool. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you how do you like? Because you do a lot. How do you manage that time, especially with like personal time and everything?
1: Uh, I just try to make time. Whereas it like, he could he could point for this. I stayed up to like three o'clock in the morning, mm. writing an album review for my internship. So basically, I just try to make things for the things that I love.
0: Now the album review that's for another underground artist um, that was
2: for
1: my internship at Culture hub no, that yeah, I that's just
0: really recently dope. started mm-hmm. how do you now there's if a, if a young artist not a young artist well artists are listening or maybe a journalist someone who's in college mm-hmm. what advice would you give them as far as like how to move in an industry like this because I know because you're in a lot of different things would you say is it you know your best Your best way to success is making sure you're available to as many important platforms out there. Yes, It's,
1: it's very important to just put yourself out there. Uh, where it'd be if you take on like two extra tasks in a day if they see that then that's really admirable and they're going to want to keep working with you mm-hmm. I've had people just come up to me and ask and you know sometimes I'll just even ask them if I could write for them and they'll say yes so it's just all about balance like having some people ask and then you asking some people as well.
0: yeah that's good How 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 would you say the the whole like communication is amongst like the people you work with
1: Uh, I feel like it's good. I feel like it's really good. Um, You know, sometimes I'll just have to keep, you know, nagging, but that's all part of the game.
0: And you have to, now how do you say, now how would you say, like, your confidence, like, the longer you've worked with them, does that help with your confidence as far as, like, who you speak to and who you meet and everything like that? Yes, I believe that confidence
1: is, yeah, that plays a key in it. Um, just me continuously writing as well. I noticed that the more I write the better I get. So yeah, that helps as yeah. well. That's dope. Like if you saw my stuff from a year ago, you'd be like, What is that? <laughs> now when you read my stuff it actually makes sense. That's
0: so dope, man. Yeah. Um what else are you into? Like when you're not writing for like an artist, what are you doing? Like what else are you like?
1: Um I'm watching movies, I'm just relaxing, um oh, catching up on some shows. I'll read a couple of music articles here and there as well. So that's what I like to do in my spare time.
0: What shows are you watching?
1: Um, right now I'm watching The Act. I really love Shameless. I need to catch up on that show. So you Cause don't
0: I watch Game of Thrones. I don't watch
1: Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Although I've heard someone said I look like one of the characters from that show. At mm. one of my old jobs. Mm. Yeah, I, don't, I think she was short. I don't remember her name.
0: I'm trying to see.
1: She's a short yeah. character. I don't know her name. A short. I character. forgot her name. She's a female. She's a female. Mm-hmm.
0: What well, short females in Game of Thrones?
1: I'm not uh, sure their
0: name. I don't think they watch Game of Thrones. <laughs>
1: no. I wish I could remember her name, but I don't. It was so long ago. She like, you look like this girl. Was and it was Shay? Ah, like, uh, don't that nah. name doesn't sound familiar. Nah, no, it's not
0: Shay. Shay's very pale.
1: Oh no, I don't nah. think that's what it is. Was
0: yeah, you should watch Game of Thrones though.
1: Yeah, I heard it's, yeah. it's really good.
0: Are you? Or do you have a weak stomach? Like, can you take like rated R stuff?
1: <laughs> well, the only thing I don't like seeing is people getting stabbed and then blood. All right,
0: it never mind. <laughs> Cannot. Watch I don't it. like
1: that. Like he, he can even say I cringe during those type of scenes. <sighs> I can't Look. do it.
0: Yeah, so there's a few. There's a, a lot of episodes yeah. you can't. You might you <laughs> just don't watch it. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. My mom walked in on me watching it. Once.
1: Really? She's yeah. probably like, "What is going said, on?" Said,
0: "What in the world is this?" <laughs> I said, "This is Game of Thrones. This is a TV. This is the greatest TV show ever." And um, <clears throat> you know, my mother, she's a she's a Christian lady, so okay. She's like, "Why don't you watch something that's like about the Bible?" <laughs> I said, "Plot twist. I am." Cause. If you were to take the Bible mm-hmm. and you put it on a T te- and put it in TV format and entertainment format, this would be it. Game <laughs> of Thrones would be it. And she would be like, "No, that's not true." I'm like, "Yes, it is true. That's very that's true." That's a really good answer. But I'm not lying. It's, this is it, <laughs> bro. Like, I'm not saying it follows the exact like timeline of yeah. the Bible, but as far as like the lessons that it mm-hmm. teaches you and all the morals and the principles and the stuff that they value honor and kingdoms and this is it game there of thrones that's it that's all it is bro that's that's the show right there and i'm sure there's other shows that follow some of that stuff too exactly but yeah game like i said bro game of thrones uh, i know people are sick of us fans talking about it and everything but if you don't watch it you you are missing out on mm-hmm. the greatest series in history yes better than Grey's anatomy it's better oh. than house oh. is better than uh power
1: okay i haven't seen powers Power,
0: pa- no. look i've seen power mm-hmm. powers for kids compared to game of thrones <laughs> and power has some very uh violent scenes it has some oh, wow. very sexual but it powers for kids at this point mm. my thing is i can't watch a show, unless it meets the standards exactly. of game, is hard. How about for me
1: Empire, then. I haven't heard anything about Empire lately. I,
0: I've seen Empire. I think they're working on their next season, but I don't watch it. Yeah, My either. thing, like after I said, the
1: first season, I kind of just fell off.
0: I'm definitely not gonna watch it after what happened yes. a few months ago. With what's the name? With so. Jesse Smalley. That was for clout. <laughs>
1: definitely, that was for. Clout. <laughs> that was for
0: clout. You know, but
1: he should have did it a different way. Yes, right?
0: I think he should have done it a different way, like. And that's that's the problem. Like maybe the issue isn't getting clout. Mm-hmm. The issue is what you're getting clout for.
1: Exactly.
0: So okay, you want attention. You want you know people to notice you, but for what?
1: Exactly. He
0: had a right. Re- he had a good reason. But it's just how you went about handling it. Mm-hmm. It's like you didn't have to do all that Exactly. you, well, you spent like seven thousand dollars i think so to pay there, you have use that thousand. for a real purpose could have donated exactly
1: nope, do that, no raise awareness
0: oh man god help us all <laughs> um so are you into sports or anything no sports no sports uh what like how did you go to college or
1: i did i actually uh recently graduated with my associate's degree Woo from where from Raritan Valley Community College.
0: Raritan Valley. It's up that's there
1: in Branchburg, New Jersey.
0: So is that in your county?
1: Yep, that's in okay, my county. Raritan Valley. A little farther. It's near Bridgewater. Holy I'd smokes. Say. Yeah.
0: That's down south.
1: No, no, no. It's up here. North? Bridgewater is like, the I'd say, hmm. from here, maybe f- 30, 40 minutes. 30, 40
0: minutes. Yeah. Man. Are you going to continue? Like Definitely, definitely. Where are you going now?
1: Um. So I'm still fumbling around with either going to Kane or Montclair. My dad really wants me to go to Kane because they have a really good I mean I'm Kane Montclair, Montclair. He really wants me to go to Montclair because, you know, they have a good communications, uh, you know, well, program. But
0: I graduated from Kane. Okay. So, um My advice to you would be because your goal is to get into like communications and everything. Mm-hmm. So I'd say, uh Honestly, it doesn't it it doesn't depend it depends on the person. If mm-hmm. your dad tells you Montclair has the better communication department, I'd go I'd go with his uh with that, but mm-hmm. again, it's you're the adult. You make the Definitely. final say. You get the final say. Um but for me, um Kane is not a bad school. It's very small, you know, um a, environment Small community, so you mm. can you get to know people. It's so it's easy to make connections there. Definitely. So if you if you do the radio show over yes,
1: there, Yes, um, I actually follow uh, Richard Scott. He's one of the hosts on their
0: for Hip-hop WK Weekly show. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I would say just try to make connections wherever you go. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if it's Montclair or Kane, Either school could have a good con- communications program. But it's really up to you on what you do behind that. So if you do a radio show there, try to get in connections with all the radio hosts and the professors working at the department and the deans and see how they can help you. And then, of course, you're doing your stuff outside of school, too. Mm -hmm. So I think you already have a good advantage because prior to coming to the school you already have your little platform going already Definitely. so you just want to create your little benchmarks for when you graduate okay where do I want my platform to be how do I want this to be set up when I graduate um and and that's it like I think that's pretty good that's pretty good um would you study in like uh with your associate believe
1: it or not i did not go to school for journalism and every time i tell people this they're like wait what you didn't go to school for journalism i actually went for liberal arts because when i first started college i had no idea what i wanted to do just like me and you know i just wanted to dip my toe in the pond and everything and anything so um when i do transfer though i do plan on uh majoring in journalism
0: that's smart i mean Getting your associates in liberal arts is uh, not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And not getting it in journalism is not a bad thing either. It's exactly. like it's only an associate's degree. I'm not saying it's only associate's, yeah. but it's like <laughs> it's, you're just starting out with your educational career. Exactly. So it's not the end of the world. The fact of the matter is you have experience in journalism even without the journalism degree from exactly. a two-year college. Mm-hmm. So it's not a big deal. Um And then you already know you're going to – go ahead and get the journalism mm-hmm. degree uh four year degree so you know it all plays plays out pretty well you know so some people when they when they're surprised you really you really can't like fault them cuz they yeah. think oh you have to start off with this exact degree in order for you to keep going exactly it doesn't work that way um it's really about the experience it's mm-hmm. about what you're doing outside of the classroom more so than what you're doing in the classroom um and yeah i think you're on a good path Seem Ooh, like a you. very bright person, um, and again, be mindful of your network. I'm sure you know that. Definitely. Um, the people you're around, your friends, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, do you wanted? Did you want to shout out like any of your social media accounts before we uh, go?
1: Um, so you can follow me on um, Instagram at at Natalie underscore Federal. That's E E instead of I E, and you can also follow the page if you're just curious or underground artists um at it's the fresh finds as well
0: federal is gonna scare some people
1: yep <laughs> uh, <we the> feds, <laughs>
0: but yeah uh, all right guys so thank you guys for tuning in to nabra talk make sure you guys follow us on instagram yes. and on twitter at the nabra talk podcast um tune in next time and thanks again We are out of here